Without Jerry McNamara, we wouldn't have won 10 f- games this year. Okay? Not 10. DeVito, pop pass, end zone, touchdown, and the ball game! DeVito, in relief, wins it for the Orange! They don't know about the Kumbaya meetings we had this week. Swing into this! It is over! The Boston Red Sox, baseball's best all season long. They have won it all. The Bills make me wanna Josh Allen, touchdown Buffalo! A 14-yard quarterback draw! Somebody in Vegas told them they were gonna win by 20! And the celebration begins. This is on the block. Right, you know what? There's validity in that opinion. ESPN Radio 97.7, 100.1, ESPN Radio, Bye-bye. Wacky DJ voice on there, Udakaro. Heard at 96.5 FM, heard wherever you are, whatever you are doing. Yes, you. On the ESPN app, all terrific ways to listen to the program. Tickle of the eardrums. Do it the old-fashioned way. But if you would like to step up your game, kids, and we're always looking to step up our game, that's for sure, then you need to take in the Twitch experience, twitch.tv slash Talk, where you can see the show. Hello, Twitch friends. You can chat throughout the show, opine as much as you'd like on the subjects at hand. And you can also uh, get the show within the show. We got uh, plenty of fodder for the show within the show. Our Twitch friends at twitch.tv slash Talk are going to get their money's worth today. That is for sure. What's in the bag? What's in the bag? If you're watching on Twitch, I have this uh, Washington Nationals a sack, if you will, grocery sack, uh, provided by uh, the great Rick Newser. Friend of the show, a neighbor of mine. And, uh, well, I'm, I'm not going to say it here on the radio. The Twitch friends will find out exclusively what's in the bag, the Washington Nationals bag, because Rick is a big Nationals fan. So Twitch friends will find out what's in the bag. They will uh, hear stories of... <laughs> I hope my voice in our usual open of the show didn't startle you, like the tornado warning. That I got last night at my house. Thankfully, everything okay. Everybody's good. Didn't hear about any major damage out there or anything today. Could have been much worse, but that's pretty scary when your phone does its, you know, that that great scene from Dumb and Dumber. You want to hear the most annoying sound in the world, right? And, uh, yeah, we went in the basement, <laughs> which was, as the Twitch friends will hear during commercial breaks, uh, quite the adventure, quite literally hurting cats, at 1 o'clock in the morning. That was something. So uh, the point being, what happens is when the radio audience goes to commercial breaks, the Twitch friends do not. We keep the mics rolling, and they get their own stories and their own content. So however you're taking in the show today, we greatly appreciate that. Lots to get into today with our friend Mike McAllister, who's going to join us at 5 o'clock. Recruiting update. Syracuse, unfortunately, saw an anticipated transfer transfer out over the weekend, and as we're about to get into here, could some lacrosse recruiting news get spicy with 
confirmation coming. It's Twitter official, friends. Dave Petramala is the new defensive coordinator for the Syracuse men's lacrosse team. Yeah, giddy up on that. That's where that uh, interesting bit of recruiting news comes in. I wouldn't necessarily say news. I would just say uh, speculation is going to grow in that department. So a lot to get into. We'd love to hear from you at 437-7644, Brent Axe Media on Twitter, in the Twitch chat at twitch.tv slash Talk. Mike will join us at 5 o'clock today. Uh, going to be kind of a weird week on the show. Wanted to tell you guys right off the bat here. Uh, you know, Uncle Brent's been taking some Fridays off uh, during the summer. Uh, we will be here uh, today, obviously. So far, so good. Tuesday, which is tomorrow, and Thursday. Those are the days we will be here this week. I will not be here Wednesday or Friday. Got some business to attend to Wednesday and a, a previously a taken off day on Friday. So just so you know, kids, you like to uh, stay abreast of those things. Want to get into the Yankees a little bit today? How about your boy Aaron Boone showing a little backbone for once? Hey, congratulations, Aaron Boone, doing what a manager of a baseball team is supposed to do. Only took him, you know, four months to actually do that. Congratulations. Way to go. So we'll get into that. Some interesting tidbits on the NBA playoff front, the hockey playoffs about the Islanders taking a one nothing series lead on Tampa Bay. Could Ben Grew be on the move? Some legit uh, NHL rumors swirling the Syracuse Crunch head coach, who, yes, just did re-sign. But we know how these things go in the world of hockey. And uh, much more as we go through the afternoon. I anticipate perhaps getting some news on Bayheim's Army today. Haven't seen it out there yet, but uh, keep your eye on that, friends. Is it will be If it's not out there already, I mean, if, if boy, stop me if I'm just missing it. But uh, I thought we were getting that today, but haven't seen anything officially official on that. But uh, seen a lot of rumbles out there on the Bayheim's Army TBT front today. So uh, we'll, we'll certainly discuss if we get some confirmed members of the team today, but uh, certainly throughout the week. But, boy, we were just all over the lacrosse news last week. It was a busy week. Press conferences, official stepping down of John Desco, official introduction of Gary Gate as the new head coach, and a lot of discussion, a lot of reporting, a lot of things happening. So just bear with me here in the monologue as it's now official. And this is big. Folks, this is big. I mean, Gary Gate is big enough. You're telling me you're bringing in Gary Gate to take over the men's lacrosse team, like game, set, match, that's good enough. But wait, there's more. It's like you watched The Mandalorian. Final episode. Uh, spoiler alert for those that haven't seen it yet. And if you haven't seen it yet, then that's on you because if you're a real Star Wars fan, you've seen it by now. So I'm not spoiling anything. And if I do, well, that's on you. Luke Skywalker, Luke freaking Skywalker comes in and brings Grogu to great places beyond to go train as a Jedi. I'm good. I'm good. That's like I, I'm going to need to emotionally kind of handle that. For the next year, and then, you know, you leave the TV on. You're like, wait a minute, what's, uh, there's something after the credits. It, it, oh, that's that's Boba Fett. And, wait, that's Jabba's Palace at, oh, we got a bonus scene here. Okay, there's Boba Fett, and there's Fennec, and, there, oh, there's our friend Bib Fortuna. We're getting real nerdy here. Real nerdy. Star Wars fans out there just really appreciating this. Pauly Sibillian just shaking his head vigorously out in the bullpen right now. And we get, oh, ah, he just, what, he, he just, he just took off. Okay, just 
He just killed Bib Fortuna. Wait, we're getting our own Boba Fett show? The book of Boba Fett? Wait, what? What? That's what's happening here with Syracuse men's lacrosse, folks. Like, Gary Gate, that's good. Like, okay, that's a major move for all the reasons we documented last week. Now you're telling me Dave Petromala is going to take over the defense? Now, Uncle Brent told you this was a distinct possibility. I reported last Sunday night. And I framed this very carefully. I said a name to keep an eye on as the new defensive coordinator was Dave Petromala. And the, and the reason I framed it that way was I knew they were talking. I knew there was mutual interest. But these things are a process. I came just short of reporting that he will be the new defensive coordinator because, well, that was to the accurate portrayal of it. But I knew there was interest. I knew there was discussions. But you got to dot I's. You got to cross T's. You got to make it official. It's a big life decision. Dave Petromala certainly, and this is something to think about in his new role at Syracuse, by the way, can be a head coach somewhere soon if he really wanted to be and I think would be pursued. I already had a couple other head coaching gigs, uh, gigs pardon me, out there that uh, he just didn't take. Petromala is a legend in the game. He's the greatest defenseman ever. He is, I know things kind of went south at Johns Hopkins in recent years. That's not all on Petromala, but still has a firm reputation as one of the best coaches in the game. You're going to pair that guy, the greatest defensive player of all time, and a coach that's got credentials that anybody would look at and say, that's legit, with the greatest offensive player of all time, Gary Gate, the legend, and his coaching credentials certainly have to come around to legit stage as well. Pair those two with Pat March, who's one of the up-and-coming, rising offensive coaches in the country and a terrific recruiter. Folks, that's the dream team. That's an all-star team of coaches. Just talking about the possibility of it last week sent a chill up my spine. And then when Gary Gate did his press conference, Donna DeToto did some great reporting on this. He didn't say no to that. Okay, this wasn't one of those, no, I heard that, it's not happening. Dave's happy in his private life. Uh, Dave's sons are up-and-coming players. Uh, by the way, just throwing this out there for discussion, so the number one recruit in the class of 2022 is Joey Spolino, who is committed to Syracuse and is firm in that commitment to Syracuse through the transition from Desco to Gabe. You want to know who the number two recruit in the country is in the class of 2022? That would be Dom Petromala, son of Dave, who is currently committed to North Carolina. And if that's the path he wants to go down, hey, more power to you, kid. Just saying, though, when you committed to North Carolina, you probably didn't know your dad would be coaching at Syracuse. So could that change things? We'll see. Uh, his twin brother, Dave's son, Nick. So you have Dom Petromala, who's actually an offensive player. Nick is a defenseman and is pretty darn good himself. So could they get those two to flip to Syracuse? Again, this is just speculation on my part. It's natural to wonder that. Joey Spolina is the son of Joe Spolina, who is certainly in the mix to be the next women's lacrosse head coach at Syracuse. Something a brief on that that I'm going to mention here shortly. But, folks, this is as big of a swing as you can take and connect and hit it over the fence. You got Gary Gate and Dave Petromala on the same coaching staff. That is going to send major ripples through the lacrosse community, it already has. When I put that report out there last week, certainly a lot of eyebrows were raised. And 
you can really get creative with the comparisons here because think about Petromala's days. Now, remember, Petro was at Cornell. He's got roots here. But when Dave coached at Hopkins, think of the Syracuse-Hopkins rivalry. This would be like bringing Patrick Ewing on the coaching staff. This would be like Carmelo Anthony takes over as Syracuse basketball head coach. Heck, Jerry McNamara, right? Like a Syracuse legend and hires Patrick Ewing or Allen Iverson or Ray Allen or Jim Calhoun to join his staff. But I don't think people care about that. Petro's Petro. Petro is one of the best coaches in the game, particularly, by the way, for a defense last year, and I don't want to shame the young men that were out there. They fought through injuries. They fought through a number of things. But, look, the stats are what they are. Last year, this Syracuse defense... Here's what Dave Petromala will be tasked to fix now at this point. Syracuse allowed 20 or more goals in two games in a single season for the first time since 1977. Syracuse allowed 18 or more goals in a game five times for the first time since 1974. Syracuse lost five games by at least seven goals something it had not done since 1975. There is a clear and distinct line being drawn from last year's team, this past season's team, and its defense and its poorest defense to a time. Remember, there's a blip on the radar there. In the mid-1970s, John Desco arrives in 1975 as a player at Syracuse, and Syracuse was bad. Syracuse had losing records. There was a little blip there where they struggled. So when you've got defensive patterns, and that's the key word here, patterns popping up, that it's the worst since then, you have to fix that. Now, bringing in Gary Gate was enough to send the ripple effect here that we're serious about this. Bringing in Dave Petromala, that's given me not only the book of Boba Fett, but the many, many Star Wars shows in line from Disney+. Plus. But we'll just take what we can get here. This is a major move. It's a major swing by gate to connect and land and look out. This sends a major message out there that Syracuse lacrosse is going to do everything humanly possible to get back to where it feels it belongs at the top of the mountain. This is what I have been asking John Wildhack to do for weeks now, to send the message that If you feel you are an elite program, you are still at the top of the mountain, you feel like that nothing short of Final Fours and national championships, even in the current environment, even with the expansion of talent, even with Syracuse competing with public schools for the limited amount of scholarships, they have everything in the pool. All things considered, if you're serious about that, then you had to take really big swings. And not only did they do that, they hit two home runs here. Major, major move on Syracuse's part. Now, I want to add this to the mix on the women's job. I don't want to say any names here because this is still a fluid process in and of itself. But from what I have heard about what Syracuse is doing on the women's lacrosse front, they are taking just as big of a swing here as they have on the men's side. I mean, replacing Gary Gate was not going to be easy one way or the other. Replacing John Desco would not be as well, but Gary Gate was the biggest 
and best solution you could bring in to replace a legend. You replaced a legend with a legend, essentially. Rest assured, that is what John Wildhack and any other names you want to put on here, But and I know there's uh, administrators at Syracuse leading the search, but rest assured, they're taking as big of a swing as you can to replace Gary Gate as the women's lacrosse head coach. So when that fans out, I would imagine sometime this week. Think of the flex. Think of the statement you are making about what Syracuse lacrosse is and in some cases what it needs to be again. That's exciting. That should put a chill up your spine. As a fan, you should be like, we're back, baby. And on that note, we will break. We certainly can continue this discussion as lacrosse fans all the Twitter about this as the Petro move is official, a Twitter official. From Dave, I have not seen the official statement from Syracuse as of yet, but uh, as I reported earlier this afternoon, uh, that is forthcoming. We should be getting that, I would anticipate, uh, maybe by the end of the show, and we'll certainly bring you that and much more as we go through not only the program but through the week. Let us uh, break here shortly. We'll bring on Mike McAllister later and all the other uh, sporting topics that we brought up that will be discussed. First, our market update. Bill here to pop in on a Monday, uh, ready to report on, on all things on the market today. How are you, sir? Good. Uh, another mixed day in the markets. The Dow fell at 85 points, but the NASDAQ and S&P closed at all-time highs. Part of the reason those indexes rose to all-time highs is Apple, which is perking up again, rose uh, 2% to a five-week high, so it's good to see Apple acting better again. Um, They had a developer conference last week. They're coming out with a new MacBook and a new watch that will track everything about you. A little scary. (laughs) It doesn't happen now? Like, it's going to think my thoughts before I think them now. I think that's the, 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 the Apple Watch upgrade. Very good. That's what guys need, right? And then on the uh, downside, there's an electric uh, truck company called Lordstown Motors. Uh, had a tough day as they lost their CEO and CFO, so they may not be making trucks anytime soon. Tough day for them. Thank you, Bill. Appreciate it as always, my friend. That is our stock market report from our friends at Lee Baldwin and Company. You can find them in person. Stop in. Kaz, Utica, have a discussion. Cup of coffee with Bill or Lee or any of the great crew over there. And make sure you have all the diamonds and none of the dogs on your portfolio. Find out more at LeeBaldwin.com. We're back after this on the block ESPN Radio. Twitch, Twitch, you're going to get a treat today throughout the show. Not that you don't always, but uh, Twitch is going to be a little extra special today. Twitch.tv slash Q Sports Talk, where you can also find the show. Back after this. This is On the Block with Brent Axe. Welcome back. Or perhaps uh, welcome aboard. Anyway, uh, glad you're here. Hello. My name's Brent. We talk sports. Our friends at Billy Whitaker Cars and Trucks help you do it. Hi, Tom. 437-7644, Brent Axe Media on Twitter. The Twitch chat is active as always. A lot of fun on Twitch today. Uh, Not that uh, it's different than any other day, but, you know, when we're trying potato chips and discussing uh, tornado strategies and all sorts of wild stuff. That's what you get at twitch.tv slash Q's Sports Talk. Now, uh, brought it up earlier, but it seems to be kind of zeroing in here. I've not seen, like, an official statement from Syracuse. If that's out there, uh, put it in front of me. I have not seen it as if. I mean, the Syracuse men's lacrosse account retweeting Dave Petromala saying, let's get to work with two orange emojis 
you know, does pass as a press release these days. But Dave Petromal is the new defensive coordinator for Syracuse men's lacrosse. I don't know if he's taking on any other bigger titles like associate head coach or anything of that nature. We'll find this all out in due time. But, boy, you got to admit here that they're really going for it. They're taking huge swings. And we were talking during the Twitch break, one of our commenters had what is a fair point here, but it just kind of goes to show you that sometimes it kind of reminds me of professional wrestling, right? First your enemies, then your friends. First there were the mega powers, and then the mega powers exploded, right? I do have some bearing on old wrestling references, pretty much predating, I would say, the year 2000, when I just stopped paying attention altogether. But I remember when Hogan and Macho Man were once a pairing and then, tragically, faced off as the mega powers exploded, I believed in SummerSlam, right? Isn't SummerSlam coming up soon? Anyway, the idea of Dave Petromala joining the Syracuse lacrosse staff. Yeah, that's weird, but I'll get used to it because, listen, we're in a weird world. Let's get weird. That's how you solve problems. That's how you recalibrate things. That's how you send a big message out there. You hire the best man for the job. And for Gary Gate to think that creatively, like, trust me, when I heard this last week, I tweeted this last Sunday night, And I will be finding all of you that told me how wrong I was about this. Oh, yeah. I will hunt you down all night. No, but I get why people thought it was crazy. I thought it was crazy, but I had good sources on this. As I was typing out that tweet last week and before I hit send, I'm like, I just laughed. I'm like, what? but it makes sense for what needs to be fixed. Look, the defense, I gave you the numbers earlier. I won't, you know, put salt in the wound, if you will, and repeat them. But if you just look at it objectively, if you just look at the biggest problem with Syracuse lacrosse this year and what caused the uprising among alums and fans and people to say, listen, you really got to do this. And I think what opened the ears and the eyes of those that decided to make the change, John Desco included, to step down and retire in order for this path to be gone down here is they weren't like losing tough tooth and nail ACC down to the wire game. So there were a couple that qualified that way. The Duke game, certainly remember Syracuse beat Virginia twice this year, the eventual national champion. It's not like they completely tumbled off a cliff, went below 500 and have turned into a joke. They just aren't matching their own, very high standards, hence where we sit today and the changes that have been made. But what upset people the most, if you really want to you know, drill down to it, is you watch this team and you're losing 18-8 to to Georgetown. Georgetown goes and loses in the next round of the tournament. You're losing by six, seven, eight goals. You gave up 20 goals twice in one season for the first time since 1977. These were not like, okay, you had a bad day. These were trends that had to be addressed. And that's nothing against Leland Rogers, who, listen, I think Leland Rogers made his mark in the coaching world, I think has recruited a lot of great players. He's still a respected name in the coaching world, but you take the good with the bad, and that's on your watch. 
sliding was a problem for this team. And I understand they had some injuries on defense, but that doesn't change the basics that weren't there. You want to really get into the, you know, the X's and O's of sliding and coverage and the defensive approach they took. I mean, poor Drake Porter, that kid is a great goalie, but he just got overwhelmed game after game after game. So a change had to be made at the very least there. And I felt like just swapping out coordinators was, you know, you're just spinning your wheels in the mud. You're not doing enough there. And hence, here we are, Gary Gate, Dave Petromala, and let's not throw Pat March out of that conversation. He's one of the best up-and-coming coaches out there. What a great recruiter. So you have two of the best offensive minds in the game, the best defensive mind in the game, the greatest offensive player ever, the greatest defensive player ever on one staff. Gary Gate has held through generations. Sometimes it's like, yeah, whatever, dude. I I saw him on YouTube. No. Kids that play the game today, and when I say kids, I mean players that are ready to move into college. They know Gary Gate. They look up to Gary Gate. They admire Gary Gate. They know Gary Gate. This isn't like generations removed, like, yeah, who's that? Now, certainly players have come along since then. The Powells, the Thompsons, Paul Rabel, Kyle Harrison go through it, right? Certainly they have players closer to their generation they relate to, but he's Michael Jordan. Petromala has the same hold. He's fresh enough in the game. His sons play the game, as we noted. His son, Don Petromala, is the number two recruit in the class of 2022. Now, again, he's committed to North Carolina. He may hold that commitment. His son, Nick, also a defenseman. Dom's an offensive player. They could hold that commitment. And they have every right to just see how this goes. What's it like at Syracuse? I'm not just going to go there because my dad's there. Let that play out, and that's what recruiting is all about. But this is the biggest swing they could take, and they connected. And by they, I mean whoever you want to put in that conversation, Wild Hack, Gate, put them all on there. This is huge. This is a massive message. Does it result in... I'll use this analogy again. They're going to blow their conch shell and all the recruits are just going to come running to Syracuse. No, but you have an advantage that no other program in the country has. Every other coaching staff in the country today just said, ah, crap, (laughs) right? Like you were making all these gains. You were lapping Syracuse. You were getting recruits that weren't even thinking about them anymore. And again, credit Syracuse has a great recruiting uh, class coming in. It's not like they're slouching there, but Just when you feel like Syracuse is in your rear view, you've lapped them. I'm Lars Tiffany at Virginia. I've won back-to-back national championships. I'm as respected a coach in the game as can be. He's a Central New York guy. certainly respect Syracuse, wanted to play at Syracuse. Hell, could have coached at Syracuse at one point. That's watered under the bridge at this point. But listen, Dave Patramala comes in. That makes a guy like Lars Tiffany or John Donowski at Duke or name him. John Tillman at Maryland, Andy Shea at Yale. They see that news, they smile, and then they say, oh, crap. You're going you're gonna to pair Petro with Gary Gates? I thought I had this week off. Oh, no, I'm going back to work. Like It'll up the juices and the competitive nature, and that's all well and good here, but it just got harder to play Syracuse. Now, again, they've got to produce the results. Gary's got to bring it. He's got to bring in the recruits. He's got to change the philosophy. He's got to get the best out of his players and everything that any coaching change would present. But I'm going to take my chances with these two. It's a major, major message here.
And by the way, credit to Syracuse for thinking, swinging, and landing something big. And I brought it up earlier. I'll repeat it for the audience that wasn't here in the first hour of the show. They're taking big swings on the women's side, too. I don't want to name any names here because it's a process and I want to respect that. I felt comfortable saying Petromala, as I reported last week on Twitter, that a name to look out for was Dave Petromala as defensive coordinator because I knew they were talking. I knew it had reached a formal stage, but they hadn't quite offered him the job then. It was one of those, like, hey, we're circling each other kind of thing, but it wasn't at that next stage. And I don't feel comfortable right now saying any names publicly but rest assured for the women's job and you've got to think this way when you're following up Gary Gate they're thinking as big as can be they're taking a huge swing on that side of things too doesn't mean they're going to land it whoever they get to coach the women's team is going to be great there's so many great candidates out there you know the names that have been speculated I mean you start with Kayla Trainer who initially I didn't think was in the mix, but is now fully in the mix. Again, it's fluid. Things change. It's a process. Last week was the tryouts for uh, Team USA Women's Lacrosse, so I think that slowed things down. I think they wanted to respect that, let them do their thing, and now they're getting back into it. Joey Spolina, Joe Spolina's name, pardon me, his son Joey is a Syracuse recruit, the number one recruit in the country next year. If you got either one of those two names, and as I wrote on Friday, You should center on those two names. This was before I knew what I know now about who they're targeting. It's like, okay, well, giddy up. But if you got either one of those two names, they're both spectacular choices. Michelle Tumalo is out there, who I think is ready to take the next step. She's been a successful coach at Wagner at that level, and that's what you got to do. You got to start in kind of lower levels, work your way up. You don't just get handed the Syracuse job, although Kayla Trainer. Feels like she just walked off the field, but she's got a national championship pedigree. She's a terrific coach, terrific recruiter, would relate to the players. Now, here's the irony here. When Michelle Tumalo was an assistant at Syracuse, she coached Kayla Trainer. So you're, you're telling me, and I'm, I'm just throwing names here that have been widely speculated. You're telling me Kayla Trainer, Michelle Tumalo, or Joe Spolina take over? Game, set, match. Those are all terrific choices. Terrific choices. It's been speculated that you maybe talked to Katie Rowan, who's one of the great players of all time at Syracuse, is now at Albany. I mean, these are natural courses to go down, but then what I heard Syracuse was at the very least trying to do today doesn't mean it's going to happen, but I said, okay, we're not messing around here. This has got to be flat-out inspiring if you're a Syracuse lacrosse fan because on the men's side, they have the history and the tradition, but let's face it, They slid down that mountain a long time ago, and they're trying to get back on top of it. The women's team, the only thing, they they climbed the mountain. The only thing they didn't do, you ever climb like one of the the high peaks in the Adirondacks, and they've got like the official seal. You ever climb Mount Marcy? Which, by the way, I climbed Mount Marcy. I did it once, and that's the only time I'm ever going to do it in my life. Like, glad I did it. Said I could do it. Almost died. Never doing it again. But when you get up to the top of Mount Marcy, there's like that seal on top. and you got to take the picture with the seal. I did this. I climbed Mount Marcy, the highest peak in New York State. The women's team, they climbed Marcy. They just forgot to take the picture. They're right there. Whoever gets this program, congratulations. You have been handed a championship caliber program right now. 
So whoever they get not only gets the benefit of that, there's so many great candidates out there that want this job and would be great for this job. So they're sitting pretty there. They could have just, you know, done the fish in a barrel thing and gone after a few of those names I mentioned. They're thinking bigger than that. And that's no offense to those three names I mentioned. Doesn't mean they're going to get them. But from what I'm hearing, big swings. Gary Gate, huge swing. Dave Patramala, huge swing. Women's side, they're thinking big, huge, big, huge Tom. And I give them credit for that. Tommy Gunn, he's going to step in after the break, folks. Big things await us on the blind side. Ten questions on a Monday. Stay right there.